Appreciate those guys as always. Chaos Theory. If you're not listening to those guys, they're, the beginning of their show had me cracking up from the very beginning. They were talking about condoms right away. I'm like, wait a minute, what are we talking about? But that's what those guys do. They bring you straight chaos. And it's just their own theory. But I do want to say this, and I appreciate everybody for joining, uh, hanging with Harge, our man BK, and, of course, Bucky had me cracking up today. I think today was probably one of their open mics uh, days where they were just comedics. They were comedians the entire time. It was outstanding. I had so much fun uh, listening to those guys. I was driving around early for work, and I, all I did was laugh the entire time. So I appreciate those fellas for what they do right here at Texas Sports Unfiltered. I am your host, Harbaugh Harge. Welcome to Hanging with Harge. And uh, you can follow me on social media at Harbaugh Harge. You can also follow me on Instagram at Harbaugh Harge. And of course, follow all the shows here at Texas Sports Unfiltered. Uh, we got a great show for you today. Uh, we'll try to bring that to you every day. Every once in a while, we'll get some guests, some special guests. And today at 11.15, we'll be joined by the legendary Lifetime Longhorn, Derek Johnson, always representing the 254. We're going to get into his psyche with this team. He's been, as you know, throughout the season, he's been working a lot. Ever since he's retired, he wanted to give back more to this university. So we'll get a chance to talk to him as well. We will also be breaking down MLB news. We'll talk a little bit about what we're getting ready to see this weekend. But most importantly, I'm just glad that you guys jumped in with me. Let's give some shout outs right away. I want to uh, thank the folks over at Covert Bee Cave. They are nestled on 42 acres in the beautiful hill country. Covert has all kinds of brands for you at that new location. They got Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. In addition to those seven brands, you can make that short trip out to Hutto, uh, get a Ford out there, or you can go in Austin to the Ford Lincoln dealership on 183. Covert BKs has something for everyone. They've also, they service all makes and models. They have 86 service bays. Think about that, 86 service bays. So your wait time is going to be probably obsolete. They get you in, they get you out. All you got to do is visit covertbcave.com. You can check out the latest inventory, see what specials or deals that they have, or just stop by and take a look around because nobody beats a covert deal. Not now, not ever. Um, Last night, obviously, we didn't have a lot of rain, but we got an opportunity to watch some Major League Baseball. As I've been talking to you about this the entire time, everything seems to be happening right now in Major League Baseball. This is the time of the year where all of the people that didn't want to watch games early, they're now watching these games and they are enjoying them because the Rangers and the Astros both lost yesterday. I don't even see my man Ike in there today because the, the Astros lost. My man Ike ain't jumped in here yet. But they both lose, but the Rangers are now a, a lot to make the playoffs. They're in. They got the head-to-heads. They got everything going on. So they're going to be there. So congratulations to them. Astros, that's another story. They lost to the Mariners 6-2 to two, behind that pitcher that I wanted them to beat, Wayne Kirby, who says he doesn't want to go over 90 pitches in a game. And the Astros let him go out there and throw six shutout innings uh, with four Ks. So that is something that we need to look at. Christian Javier gave up four runs, three of them earned. So he didn't have his best stuff. So the, they, they're going back at it again today, tonight, excuse me. So this is going to be a big time game for the Astros. They got to figure it out. The Rangers lost to the Angels, who I thought were 
left for dead. As I said, they don't have Mike Trout. They don't have uh, Shohei Otani. But they decide they want to go out there and beat up on the Rangers 9-3. to They had a great pitching performance by my man Reed Detmers. I can call him my man because he and my, his father, Chris Detmers, were teammates for the uh, – Arkansas Travelers, which was part of the St. Louis Cardinals organization. He's a great young pitcher, left-handed going out there. He shoved last night for seven uh, strikeouts and seven innings of work. The Rangers' Cody Bradford, he got roughed up quickly, giving up six runs through the first four innings that he was out there. But it's not even about that news because, as I said, they're going to make the playoffs. But the biggest news and the scariest news is the fact that my man Corey Seager who I believe should be the American League MVP, especially with the situation where Shohei Otani is no longer uh, chasing that dream because he's done now. Um, it's been my guy, Corey Seager, who I saw in spring training, but he got hit with a fastball on the, it's either his wrist or his forearm, but x-rays came back. They were negative. So hopefully he'll be back sooner than later. I don't think he would be playing today. And the only reason why I say that, and you know this just as well as I do, when you're in those types of situations, you you look at it and you say, man, I think I'm good to go. I don't have a broken bone, but you know he's going to be sore. He got hit with a fastball. And those times I've been hit by a lot of pitches, some on purpose, some on accident, most on purpose. But, <laughs> yeah, I ran my mouth a little bit, so I deserve to get dumped every once in a while. But during that time, you sit there and you think you can come back out there and play. But precautionary measures, I would not make him go out there and play if he has any type of soreness. They'll be back at it again tonight, and uh, I'll be watching that as well. There's so much that is going on. We've got to talk a little bit about football. But in the NL, you still have some situations out there. In the NL, the Cubbies didn't do themselves any favors last night. They were up 6 to nothing against the Atlanta Braves. Bryce Elder had a tough outing at the very beginning. Um, they were putting it on them. But in the top of the six, that, that's when they were up 6 nothing. The bottom of the six, the Braves go on to score seven runs in the next three innings, the sixth inning, the seventh inning, and the eighth inning. They The loss leaves the Cubs a, ga a half a game uh, ahead of the Marlins for the last playoff spot. The only reason why they didn't make any move there is because the Marlins got rained out, so they'll play a doubleheader today, and they're a game and a half ahead of Cincinnati, who ended up winning last night. They beat down the Guardians 11-7. to uh, De La Cruz is back out there, and he is hitting bombs. He had two bombs last night, and they was way, way back. So that is going to be uh interesting watch. As I said, this is the best time for sports because you have so much going on. I heard Bucky. Uh, and BK talking about the Ryder Cup is going to be going on. So that's an exciting time. If, even if you're not a golf fan, you're USA, USA. You want to be a part of that. Uh, you got Major League Baseball winding down this weekend. And, of course, you got NFL action that will be starting right back up tomorrow. You got college football, big games this weekend, especially in the Big 12. You got two teams that are, as, as Coach Sark said, top 25 ranked matchup. Saturday afternoon, uh, I will. I can't confirm. Your boy will be in the house this Saturday. That's right. I will be down on Bebo Boulevard early, moving around, but I'll definitely be at the game. So I hope if you see me out there, say what's up. If I see you, you know I'm going to say what's up. So it's going to be a fun, fun time. So I'm excited to go there. This will be the first game that your boy Hardball Harge has been able to go to 
this year. This will be the first game that I was able to go to. Uh, you know, having kids, athletic kids, you're busy on the weekends, so much going on. So this will be the first time. He's still, my son has a game this weekend, but I, 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 I asked to go to the game and I was granted the wish. So I'm excited to go out there. And this is going to be a, a high-packed game. A lot of energy going to be around this game. I know people want to underestimate, and I know the spread tells you that this team is uh, not up for it, but I beg to differ. I think this team is a lot better than people are going to think. I told you about Jalen Daniels and what he brings to the table every single time. Preseason, uh, all Big 12 player of the year selection. And I wanted to play this little sound for you of Coach Sark and his thoughts about uh, Kansas. Because as he said before, and this is something that I think a lot of us need to pay attention to, you have to respect your opponent, all of them, but you don't have to fear. Them. And so if you believe that Coach Sark is having this conversation, what do you think Coach Leipold is doing? We had a, a, a gentleman on just a little while ago with WAGs in them, and they were talking about the same thing. So. There's a lot that goes into preparing for a team, and this is what Sark had to say about their opponent. It's a heck of a challenge. Uh, Kansas has a very good football team. Coach Leipold has done a tremendous job. Uh, yeah, I think this is back-to-back -back years of uh, 4-0 starts, I think since the first time since like 1914. Uh, that, that, that's a tremendous job. I know what he inherited and, and the issues they had with scholarship players, so the job he's done there uh, needs to be recognized. Um, again, they're highlighted by, by some, some really cool offensive players. You know, the, the quarterback, Jalen Daniels, a heck of a player. You know, we saw him firsthand in his first start here a couple years ago, so we know what he's capable of. You know, Devin Neal's a, a heck of a runner. They got some really, you know, really good ball hawks in the secondary, Kobe Bryant, uh, Logan. So we got our work cut out for us. This is a veteran team. They've been in their system now for, for two and three years, a lot of older players, and so we know they're going to come ready to play. We've got to make sure that we do our part to get ourselves ready to play. We recognize it's going to be hot Saturday. Uh, the heat index will be triple digits. It's going to be a 230 game, so we've got to rely on our conditioning, and then obviously we're looking forward to getting back with our fans. should be a great environment at DKR, and uh, looking forward to that opportunity as well. So hold up. Two things in there that we were talking about. Number one, we mentioned the fact that Jalen Daniels is one hell of a football player. Number two, the secondary. They're experienced. They've been around there, the block for a while. They've seen Texas. They know what it's about. Kobe Bryant and Logan in the secondary. Talented, talented guys. But the one thing that stood out to me is I'm going to the game this weekend. And Coach Sark was talking about the heat index. Like, what am I doing? Your boy needs to hydrate now because if it's going to be in triple digits, it's going to be hot. I'm not conditioned for that. I'm not. But those players are, and that's one thing you can always talk about when you look at this Texas football team. You have not seen these guys tapping on their heads, asking to come out of games. You have seen the rotation, and I believe that the rotation in which Coach has been uh, – using, bringing in defensive linemen all the time, rotating the linebackers, you know, putting things together that we weren't expecting them to do. So when you're watching this team and you see other teams come out, they're only traveling with 65 people in the, uh, uh, Kansas. So their depth could be an issue. Now for, for them, 
I talked about this yesterday. The time of possession is going to be big for them because that's the only way they're going to give their defense a rest. That's the only time that they're going to be giving the, the, the players that they need to go back out there and make those plays and try to change the offense and defense. Uh, that is something that I continue to look at and think about too. So for Texas, you want to ground and pound the ball with all these guys. And again, I told you, Kansas time of possession ranks 11th in the nation. That might be playing something into their record. That might be playing something into why they've had success. That might be playing why they do so well on third down conversion. They lead the nation in third down conversion. So that is something to pay attention to this week as well. It's 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 really one of those deals where you start looking at certain things. They can't they don't do well on fourth down. They're not very good on fourth down. They're like 63rd on fourth down. But when you're looking at this team and how they can control the ball game, watch for third down. Texas's job is to get them off the field. Their third down uh conversion percentage, the defense, Texas ranks 17th. So Texas has got a big challenge for them. This is going to be a huge challenge for this Texas defense because there's so many other possibilities that are in there. So please be paying attention to a lot of this stuff. Um, those are going to be some of the keys that you want to pay attention to. Those are some of the things that you wanted to hear about this, this Kansas defense. I mean, this Kansas football team, because I've told you before, they are solid, solid, solid. Um, they were also, yes, um, on, at the press conference, they were asked, Sark was asked about selling to the recruitments, the development of the, of the players. And, you know, one of the players, and I'm going to ask Derek Johnson about the development of this young man, is you see David Benda, but most importantly, you see Jalen Ford. Jalen Ford was a three-star recruit, probably should have been ranked a little bit higher. And now he's becoming a Derek Johnson type player making plays, forcing the ball, uh, forcing turnovers, and making things happen. So Sark, you know, this is recruiting time for him, so he's trying to figure this out as well. So listen to what he had to say about recruiting. I try to tell everybody that, you know, and that I, I'd love to say, like, that we just sit around and click on our iPads and, and look for every four and five star, and those are the guys we recruit. We, we really don't do that. You know, we, we write up our own evaluations on every player, um, and, and we think they have a fit for our system, not only physically, but a fit for our culture of who they are as people, then we recruit them. Some of them might be five-star. Some of them might be three-star. Some of them are in between. Uh, but in the end, you know, we feel like we're the best developmental staff in the country, that we are going to develop you in every aspect of life, on the field, off the field, in the classroom. Um, and I think that that's part of the draw of, of why some of the kids choose to come here is that they do want to be developed. They want to de be developed as young men. Um, they want to be developed as students and they want to be developed physically and, and as football players. And so I think the majority of the guys that do come into our program recognize that's that's what they're getting when they come here. And so you, know, you can look to an Anthony Hill or a Jonte Cook or you can look to a Trevor Goosby, who's a young left tackle for us right now. I think they're all here um, because they know they're going to get developed in, in all three phases of their life. 
And that's what it's all about. That's how you sell on recruitment. But it also, I understand about development, but if you have proper development, that means that you're winning games and that is going to bring a lot of recruits too. Let's not forget, Texas has always been one of those schools, especially for me, growing up right up the road and being ready to uh, make that type of move coming from the 254. It is one of those places that you look at and you, if you grew up in the state of Texas, you knew a lot about this program. And that's one of the things that I was really excited about. But I'm going to tell you something that I'm excited about right now is joining me right here at Texas Sports Unfiltered. He's a lifetime Longhorn. He was the Buckus Nagurski and Jack Lambert award winner. He was also the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year in 2004. He was a consensus All-American two times. He was a four-time pro bowler. He was the, he's the Kansas City Chiefs all-time leading tackler. He was just inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame. He's always repping the 254 because that's what we do. He is the one and only legendary lifetime Longhorn, Derek DJ Johnson. What's up, fam? How you doing? Man, what's going on? I appreciate that introduction, man. Took me back. I want to be your hype man, dog. I want to <laughs> be your hype man. <laughs> Man, that's what's up, man. I appreciate it big time. Always, always, man. Well, first and foremost, thank you for joining us on uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered. You got a big fan base. The people love hearing what you got to say. But one of the biggest things that uh, kind of stood out to me with you this year, and we'll get into the Hall of Fame and all that other stuff here in just a minute, but I, I'm, I'm impressed with the fact that you want to pour back into your university. When you got, when you retired, you came back, you made the hype video, you wanted to do more, you wanted to educate these young players. Number one, what made you want to do that? And number two, do you appreciate the love that people are giving you because these young linebackers are showing up, bro? Yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate that. If you hear some noise in the background, I'm, I actually just left practice, so <laughs> through. But that's all. That's all long on football players. But I tell you what, man, um, I'm all about serving. I'm all about serving. Uh, I, I serve. I serve my family. I serve. I serve uh, um, at, at my church. I serve my foundation, mm -hmm. and I'm. Longhorn football. So, man, it's 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 a purpose of mine and being able to pour into young guys that really, really want to learn and uh, um, they're humble and just they want to soak all the knowledge that they that they need to, to be successful. And uh, I've done it on a high level and I want to give back. I want to give back. I'm here in town. So uh, just being able to mentor the guys, it's a big deal just to come out and 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 and. and uh, let them see me around, uh, um, have some combos on and off the field at the end of the day. So uh, I'm loving it, man. I am really, really loving it. It seems like you are because every time, you know, every time we get together, you got this smile on your face and this joy because it's like you're, you're mentoring these young players that they know who you are. They know what you did here. You, yep. Your picture's all over the place. And the fact that you're pouring back into them and they have you – they're accessible. You're accessible to them. How, what are some of the guys when they come up to you? Are they asking you how to read a certain defense, a technique? Have they? I'm trying to figure out where is anybody going to come around and start clubbing the ball out of somebody's hand. <laughs> <You know, laughs> hey, we working on that. You know, we, we do 
that as a drill uh, uh, at the beginning of practice. But I'll tell you what, um, guys are asking, I mean, from from off the field uh, questions for how to manage time, being a young guy with school, with uh, just the social life and football, uh, being able to, uh, the strength and conditioning part. I mean, you got to lift weights. I mean, it, you know, uh, 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 study hall. I mean, just all the little uh, um, the little details that it takes to be a successful uh, college player, I get them from, from a large range, from family members, from dealing with family or, or dealing with uh, uh, being able to uh, play at a high level and get better at the same time, even though we're winning, you know, not to be complacent, uh, not to get comfortable. Uh, right. But, man, I, I love it, man. It, 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 it ranges from a, um, from a whole host of questions. But the, be- the biggest thing is these guys are – I'm trying to show them – uh, a great example of what it what it means to give back, what it means to uh, um, be a blessing to others, and uh, uh, the guys are man, I'm I'm proud of them, man. We are kicking tail. Into- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's where I want to get into. We're talking to lifetime Longhorn College Football Hall of Fame Longhorn Derek Johnson and DJ Jalen Ford is the example that everybody wants to go to. He was a three star player coming out of high school. Um, We've been talking about development here at the 40 Acres. There was times where there was a lack of development, but he is a testimony of somebody that really understood what it's like, who put in the work, put in the time, understood. And the one thing that I've been really talking about is the camaraderie behind the uh, coaching staff. Because for a long time, there were three different coordinators. Things was changing but now you have the same voices. Is that something too that makes it a lot easier? And of course, the growth of Jalen Ford. What do you see in him as well? Yeah, it really does. Uh, uh, I tell you what. Uh, the first thing to answer, uh, just having that stability of coaches being here. This is the third year, so really, like, man, this is a uh, uh, um, when you want to do something great, you got to have some kind of consistency. And Coach Sark has done a great job. I mean, Coach Sark is building this culture, building their minds up first. And uh, these guys are showing it uh, on, you know, on on Saturdays at the end of the day. And we'll be on Sundays at one point <laughs> if they keep doing this. Uh, but just talking about Jalen, Jalen, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a linebacker that has a knack being around the ball he's just you know i call him big play j yeah big big play j because he he's just he's gonna come up with interception he's gonna come up with a tip ball he's gonna come up with a sack he's gonna come up with a tackle for loss and it's like man it's it's all it's at the end of the day 41 is in the middle of the defense he's the leader of that defense now he has a really really good good deep as a line and and he even knows that and i'm telling him hey don't let that take away from you like you're really good but but trust me your your success i mean this is ultimate team game so when those guys up front kick butt you kick butt too so that's it's it's one of those things where he he's he's learning as he goes because he hasn't been a you know he's come from a what um a small school or not small school it's only a three three uh three star guy only a three guy for him to develop like he has i like those stories because i i wasn't that guy I, I was i was a big time player first round pick and all this stuff and had this hype and i lived up to it but that motivates me to see another guy say man 
dang, like you didn't even have that hype and 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 you're getting it now just because you you have a chip on your shoulder and you're trying to uh, uh get better. It's all about getting better. If you can, you know, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And uh Jalen Ford is getting better for us. And uh man, he he's he's taking on that leadership role. And uh um I, I just can't wait to the next game. I'm just I mean <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah, another guy that is uh came in with a lot of hype is Anthony Hill. And he's living up to that situation as well, because that was one of the things for me when I was watching him, I said, everybody kept talking about him missing an assignment here and there. And I'm like, that's a young player. He's going to learn from each of those. I would much rather him be going crazy than being timid. So if something like that is happening, then you get back in there, you teach him, you get a chance to spend some time with him. You say, hey, make sure you got the right keys. Don't take away the aggressiveness. Not at all. Yeah, absolutely. You 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 can't coach what uh, Anthony Hills has. You can't coach him. You can't coach him. He, he's one of those players where you say he just wakes up and he's just kind of ready to go. He's just, I mean, he's got a he's got a burn, uh, just a burning desire to to be better. Uh, uh, he's competitive as heck. I mean, for a young guy. I mean, I, I even told him the other day. I say, Anthony, man, I can't wait to see you as a junior or a senior because it's gonna be some guys scared of you, like literally walking by you in a, in a, in a, in the hallway, like, oh, don't talk, you know, because he's he's got that presence about him. But uh, he's willing to learn. He's a smart player, and you're right. He is all over the field. I mean, it, it, I would love to slow somebody down than to try. Right beat him up you know uh and, he, and he's a guy that that yes he's gonna make some mistakes out there so what i it, with young guys you i, I was plenty of times i, I did the wrong thing <laughs> and actually made the play so uh, with him you have to uh, um, let him uh, make some mistakes here and there learn from him uh and that uh that'll just make him better for later and it's not hurting us you know it's one thing you get out there and it hurts you right that's different it's not hurting us Right. And another player that has has grown on me. This is a guy that's been a running back. He's been on the, in the secondary and now he's found a home at the linebacker position. And that is David Benda. I think he's another one of those guys that every time he steps on the field, he is making a play. But it goes back to what our original conversation was him coming back to the to the defensive side and having the same voice, telling them where to line up, how to get to there and recognizing the play. That has helped that guy tremendously, and now he's one of the guys. He probably won't come off the field anymore. Yeah, David Bender. I tell you what, um, um, from what I've seen, probably one of the hardest working guys on the team. But probably number one. That that's how that's how much uh, uh, um, he puts into the game. He's an older player, um, hadn't played much throughout his career. I'm talking about straight defense, consistent, right. and now he's starting and 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 just playing ball. He's confident. Uh, um, he, he's got a strong mind. He's tough as nails. He's not crazy big, but he's just a tough guy that 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 adds uh, value to what uh, Jalen does in the middle because they have a good communication and uh, yeah. they work out work off of each other really well. And uh, uh, um, when you can when you can have that communication, that camaraderie with the guy next to you on the field, I mean, he, it it sky's the limit, man. So David's. Man, he's just been all over the field. And we're getting Mo back, Maurice. Yep. Uh, and you talk about speed for a yeah. lot. He has that DB presence, and he's going to, you know, he he was hurt at first. Now he's coming back to the fruition, and he's doing well. I mean, Jet, I mean, you can take it. I mean, we can go down the list. These guys, 
putting in work to contribute, right? It's the ultimate team game and um, they're all contributors. So I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm, you know, um, back in the day, my, uh, my linebacker coach used to say, man, you, you're making me look good. So I'm when, when they do good, I'm like, man, you, you make me look, he's like, DJ over there. He know what he doing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and I know that they are taking it all in just like the people. Cause when we, like I said, when we heard that you were going to be a part of it and you told me that you've been helping these kids out a lot, and they come to you and they really want to learn the game because you went to the ultimate level. You're a college football Hall of Famer. You've done things. You you led this. You've won all the accolades you could possibly have. And you even said it. You came in with all of it and you lived up to it. That's a huge plus for these guys to be able to learn from someone like yourself. But I, you mentioned something just a minute ago that I found very interesting. And you were talking about the big guys up front. Now, when you were playing, you had some dogs up there that was clearing the way for you. And, and now Jalen has an opportunity to play with some nasty dudes up front. For a defensive linebacker like yourself, how crucial is that? Because the dudes for Texas, Byron Murphy, Tavondre Sweat, Vernon, Vernon, it has already been brought in. Uh, those guys are bringing it, and they're bringing it nasty now. Yeah, absolutely, man. You talk about the whole defensive line, man. Uh, just just being able to uh, uh, um, uh, make a new line of scrimmage for an inside backer, that's, that's awesome, man. That makes our job easier. Not that, you know, football is easy for us, but right. – clears up things for us and ha uh, lets us uh, – uh, um, um, we're able to flow better. We're able to shoot gaps. We're able to read off of the defense alignment. And I tell you what, man, uh, our defense alignment, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mad and uh, bittersweet that, you know, they'll probably all be gone next year. <laughs> all of them, we got to get some new ones back. But I tell you what, man, we're going to enjoy the ride with these defense alignment and just take advantage of it at the end of the day. But, uh, but yeah, they, uh, I, I just can't say enough about the coaching staff, really. Because I, I, it's one thing to come up here and mentor the guys here and there, but to be around the coaches, that's a big deal. You, you Like yeah. these guys are getting led the right way, especially coming from the linebacker uh, position when you talk about Coach Choke. I mean, I've, you know, I've done a lot in football but i've never coached so being able to, to to be around him and see how he moves it actually helps me to be a better uh linebacker and organize some things that uh, uh that 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 will help the guys get it. we just we just it, there's no egos when it comes to me up here or anything it's just like yeah. hey if they if we can give them like um they can get one percent better or a little bit better where they get it you know just if you can say it a different way and they get it, that's all we want. That's that's a beautiful thing. We're talking to Lifetime Longhorn, Derek Johnson. I ain't going to keep you much longer, bro. I know you're a busy man, but I wanted to talk a little bit about your time uh, in the NFL. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs, your team, you, you, you're the legend up there. They love you up there. Somebody just hit us up right there and said, we love DJ up in Kansas City. But I wanted to ask you, um, any thoughts on this Kelsey uh, Taylor Swift deal? <laughs> Man, you know what? I, 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 at first, I thought you was going to say something about, you know, you know, Kelsey, big time. I'm like, oh, I already know where this is going. Uh, but you know what, man? Um, uh, I played it. I played uh, with a lot of when I went to like L.A. or went to certain places uh, uh, visiting teams, you would play in front of superstars. So, yeah. yeah. 
rappers and stuff like that. But I tell you what, for Taylor Swift to be in Kansas City, that was a big, big deal, man. Uh, but who who else better, you know, than than than, than white chocolate, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 vanilla ice, or whatever you want to call them? But uh, I tell you what, man, uh, uh, Kelsey is a really, really cool dude. Super. Great football player, but even better guy off the field. So it's kind of cool to 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 get all that attention off the field with Taylor Swift at, at, at Arrowhead. That was a that was a big deal. That was huge, especially because the Kansas City fans they know football. They y'all are in. You, you know you got a great fan base. They bring it every single game. It's the, probably one of the toughest places to play in the NFL, and then you have all that hysteria that's going on. It kind of takes away from all the greatness that has happened on that football field. And speaking of the greatness on the football field, uh, Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes, what they've been able to do with Andy Reid and putting that group together, what is it about that Kansas City football team that you like right now? And then what else is it that you see that they need to get better at? Man, I tell you what, um, the last couple weeks, um, um, they they well, they only had three, I think it's three games so far. And I tell you what, the defense has been killing it. The defense yep. is on. So we honestly, we know what Patrick, you know, the MVP of last year, we know what he can do, right? We can we know what Kelsey can do. We know what that offense can do when they're on, but to get consistent play out of the defense. That's scary for the NFL, and they're like, man, now we got to worry about the defense. <laughs> we already got to worry about Pat Mahone. But uh, I tell you what, Pat, Pat and uh, Andy Reid are a match made in heaven. I'm just telling you, man. Uh, uh, Andy is a perfect coach for Pat to put him in a. I wouldn't say a. I would say a box, but a big box. You know, uh, Pat, Pat, Pat can do a lot, but put him in a big box. And uh, uh, Andy is an offensive guru, and uh, uh, he's a he's a guy that's gonna make those guys better, and they can beat themselves. He always talks about um, letting your personality show on the field, and uh, these guys are these guys love playing for Andy. You can tell on Sundays, no doubt about it. We'll talk about the uh, College Football Hall of Fame. It's well deserved. I know how much work you put in in your career uh, on the forty acres and throughout time, and now you get to be immortalized. Uh, we got another 254 member, Kenny Sims, that is in there as well. Big Unk, always yep. representing. Uh, talk about the Hall of Fame and what it means to you and your family. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, um, it, it's just another testament of, of, of just how um, God has really favored me over the years and um, a lot of hard work has gone into this. You know, you know, you put into football. Uh, a lot and football is going to give a lot back. So it's whatever you put in it, you, you'll get it back. And, uh, um, but when you get a award like this an individual award, it's, it's a team one. It's a team one. All the guys I played against, uh, I, I get, you know, Michael Griffin even talks about me when he was next to me as a young guy, I tell him, go hit the fullback. Let me go, <laughs> let me go. get the top. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, that, those are, a lot of things that have to happen to to have some individuals um, success on a football field. That's what I love about it. I can't pound my chest and say, "Hey, it's all me." You know, it's not all me. I had some great. I was fortunate enough to have some great people around me, and that elevated my game to to the next level. And I um, and, and I made sure I I I. I I made it happen, man. I made it happen. So I'm 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 freaking stoked. I can't wait to December is when the uh, actual. Yeah event is in vegas so uh that'll be a that'll be a blessing can't wait yeah i was fortunate enough to be there for our man big fella kenny sims and 
that the entire event was something that I, I can't wait to hear your view of it because it was something special. Texas does it. Texas does it big in everything that they do. So they're going to take care of you, especially with you're getting this opportunity to go into the College Football Hall of Fame. I had a great time and I'm sure you and your family will enjoy it as well. Before I let you go, I want you to talk about your Defend the Dream Foundation and let people know all about that. I mean, you do, like you said, you pouring back in, you've been blessed and you giving back to the community. So tell everybody about your foundation. Yeah, my foundation is near and dear to my heart. Um, man, my foundation, Defend the Dream Foundation, caters to inner city kids through education, low income areas. And uh, what it is that we do, uh, we go in and beautify elementary, uh, Title I elementary schools that need help in their library. We beautify it up. We're talking about libraries that that look dull, books are damaged. So we go in there, paint it, nice colors, fat heads everywhere, functional furniture. I mean, liven the place up, uh, cater to kids. So they'll say, wow, we love being in here. Yeah. But then we provide the, the um, over a thousand um, age appropriate books for them so they can independently read better. So the science behind this is getting their, their um, reading levels on grade level reading before they leave elementary school because there's a bad stat on inner city kids when they leave elementary school elementary school if they're not on grade level reading it's a 50 percent chance that they won't finish high school so hmm. in order to to really pour into them the literacy part is big and education is big my mom's a school teacher for over 40 years so education i mean that that's what i know so education is the key regardless of what you want to be education is the key so yeah they can go to Derek johnson foundation.org Derek johnson foundation.org uh to to help um uh, to help um donate and when you talk about kendra scott and covert cadillac i mean everybody's jumping in uh, on board because they know these inner city kids need more help through education man you you keep doing the lord's work man and i appreciate you taking the time always representing the 254 always throwing it up for them horns yes and, sir uh, I want to make sure that everybody knows that the person that you see right now is the same person that he's always been. He's a humble dude and he could be one of the, the most arrogant people on earth, but he <laughs> refuses to do that because that's just who he is, man. As always, bro, I appreciate you taking the time, man. Yes, sir. Hook him. Always. There he is. Legendary lifetime Longhorn. My man, Derek Johnson coming through big, letting you know, about his foundation, letting you know everything that he's doing and how he's pouring back in to these University of Texas football players. And I, I'm telling you right now, I was fortunate enough to play professional baseball and I've been in some great locker rooms and I've got some time to sit down and, and the, the elders during my time were some legendary players and just hearing the stories about what they did to get there, the time that they put in, the effort that they had to go through to succeed at these points and, and the, the willing to educate you as a player is unmatched. So whatever you guys do and you get a chance to see people like that, understand they're just like us. They're, they, they're, they're human beings and they care about their communities. And Derek Johnson is one of the best that is out there. Let me tell you about some of the best that are out there as well. Let me talk to you about audiovisual consultations. That's right. It's that time of year, folks, where you want to make sure that you got your big screen ready. Game football season's here. It's going to run all the way through February. And, of course, you have those types of uh, 
opportunities. So do yourself a favor, go to avconsultations.com and get the home theater set up of your dream. Or if you want some lighting and you want to make sure that it's all set up, Tom and his crew will take care of you. Give them a call, 512-255-8678 and let them come out and set you up. As you've seen millions of times, Wags has used Tom McKay. Hell, I think Wags even used to work for Tom McKay. And then you got BK, and of course, he's been to my house as well. So go to avconsultations.com today. Also, if you're going to go have AV come out, you need to get you some great furniture. So go to Great Blue Heron Furniture, and it, it's custom leather. It's a custom leather furniture company that has been around since 1991. They focus on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. And man, this stuff is outstanding. It's got the highest quality you can find of furniture. You cannot and you will not find more stylish, more comfortable, and more well-built furniture out there anywhere. There's a link at the bottom of our YouTube page. Just click on that description and you'll get to see the Texas Sports Unfiltered Collection. That's right. We're doing it big. And if you use the promo code HOOKEM, you'll get 15% off of your next purchase. If you're looking for furniture that looks amazing and built to last for decades, look no further than Blue Heron Furniture. Make sure you click on the link for more info or give them a call at 866-247-9688. That's right, 866-247-9688. I want to thank Derek Johnson again for jumping on with us and having a... Um, having a great conversation and you can hear the excitement. And somebody even said that you can hear the excitement every single time DJ is, is, was talking about this football team. There it is. My man, Ike. Oh, I did show up. He didn't want to listen to the opening because he knew I was going to talk about the Astros, but um, Derek Johnson being able to talk and educate these guys. And you're starting to see it. I mean, this, this defense is something that every time we get a chance to talk every week, we bring up the defense and what we've seen from this defense. This defense has grown a lot and grown fast because of their aggressiveness in which they play. They're, they're ball hawking. They're making those plays. And DJ said they do work on that punch. They're working on that punch out, and I think that that's going to come sooner or later. But I tell you what, when you're watching this team play, the one thing that, it, that you are going to notice every single time, every single time, is the speed on this team. Now, I know a bunch of y'all are saying, well, I've seen our guys get run past. Sideline to sideline, I think Texas is one of the fastest teams out there. They pursue well. Now, some of those stretches down the field and they have all this other stuff going on, yeah, that's something that we're going to have to work on, and I know that they will be working on that. But when you're watching this team play and you watch the aggressiveness in which they play, and I understand this is going to be a different – animal that they're going to play today. I mean, play this weekend. And I'm not going to call it like they're going to come out and blow, blow them out or anything like that, or they're going to be nervous about it. No, not at all. But you have to have your gap integrity. You have to stay disciplined because they have playmakers on that team. Both of these teams are undefeated. They're both trying to get to Arlington in the Big 12 championship. And there's a lot to uncover during that time. And, and the defense is something that I'm an offensive guy. I like the offense. I want to see us put up a bunch of points every single week. I, I love that stuff. But the defense is more appealing to me right now because they make plays 
all over the field. And as I said, and I've been saying it, they haven't given up a total of 50 points yet. That's great defense. That's a great game plan. And you heard Derek Johnson say this. DJ said it. The, the voices in the locker room are the same from the coaching staff. Coach Choke has these guys dialed in on the, at the linebacker position. But PK has these guys dialed in on the defensive side of the ball. You know, Gary Patterson's name was in a lot of the conversation last year on certain things that was happening at this field, at this team. Nobody's brought up Gary Patterson's name at all during this time, except for maybe me. But at the beginning of the season, when Gary Patterson was talking about leaving and stepping away from the game and truly enjoying retirement for a little while, people were worried. They didn't know what PK was going to do because they remember what happened the first year. And my man Rob Babers always says this. Everybody thought that the Big 12 was a passing league. Nobody realized how many yards from the outside. We knew. We knew because we're here. But nobody knew what was going on from the national media because they only looked at the scores and thought it was happening. Now look across the country and seeing how teams are spreading people out. But what are they doing? Running the ball. We talked about this yesterday, how many yards Texas ran for last year. They ran for 427 yards on 57 carries. They only threw it for 112 yards. I don't see Texas changing that game plan. I know that uh, Kansas went out and got some guys out there, and I told you about their defense and how they played well this year. But I'm going to put my money on that Texas offensive line. I think that they can still continue to move people around because that's what they've done. It's been very impressive watching these guys go. And I know we're going to talk about Bijan not being there, but Jonathan Brooks is here, folks. Cedric Baxter, if he's healthy, that's a good one-two punch. Then you throw in a dose of Jaden Blue. Things look good on the ground. I know, Quinn, I told you. Quinn, I don't need you scrambling around or design run plays. I need you to scramble to get first, first down. And that's what he's been able to do. Extend drives. Been saying it. He didn't run last year. Didn't want to. And maybe Sark didn't want him to. Maybe Sark told him. But if you got an opportunity and you see it open up, get there, get down, slide, get a few yards, get back in the huddle. Now it's second and five or third and two. Manageable because you took a chance and got out of the pocket. Now you get a chance to extend that drive and time of possession will play a part of it. So don't get it twisted on what we've seen or heard this week. This is going to be a tough matchup. Now, do we think it's going to be a four-quarter game? Probably not. Don't forget, Texas this year has had a 21-point quarter in every one of these games. And the biggest discussion from heading into the season was, can Texas be a second-half team? Because they weren't doing anything. The game at halftime, the adjustments weren't being made at that time. And so people were questioning it. Now they're playing well in the second half. The biggest question for Texas now is can they come out and get a fast start? I think they can. I think they have the ability to do so. I've seen them do that before. So this is going to be a true test. You heard Coach Sark talk about the weather and what was going on. 
I think they're going to be just fine. And everybody wants to know about Quinn Ewers. What's next with Quinn? Is he a, is is he good on the road but not as good at home? We've seen that. It's happened like that. But Sark talked about what what do you want to see? He was asked, what does what does Sark want to see for Quinn? Preparation. You know, Quinn works really hard throughout the week to get prepared for a ball game. And then when the game comes, trusting that preparation um, so that he can play loose, free, and confident. I always feel like with Quinn, he's at his best when he's a little bit more loose, a little bit more confident. Um I don't, I don't want him to work playing quarterback. I want him to play quarterback and enjoy playing and have fun. And um, and he's allowed to do that when you put the work in. And it's okay to go play free. And that's how I want our entire team to be. You know, uh, we're, that's when we're at our best. You know, that when we're confident in the prep that we put in and then we can go cut it loose and, and have fun playing the game that we prepared to go play. And Quinn's no different than, than the rest of the guys on the team. Interesting to me because what we've been talking about with the defense and how they're just playing free, how they're not even thinking about it. They're having fun out there. You can see it. They're flying around to the ball. Now we're talking about our quarterback who works hard during the week and then seems like he's working at the quarterback position during the game. I I don't know about that, but I know that Quinn's numbers are good. I know that he's had some games where we wanted him to be a little bit sharper. I think sometimes his footwork still can be in. And I talk about it every week. I still haven't seen him rip a ball into a place yet. I think his timing is the reason why we never have to see it. He anticipates the guys on the route very well. But I still sometimes I want to see him just let one go and just let it fly. I want to see him throw it hard. But, hey, Success is we haven't been breaking it. You know what I'm saying? Texas has been playing good football. Let's continue to roll with it. Let's continue to believe in Quinn and continue to watch the way he plays this game. Uh, let me tell you about my friends over at Pest Wranglers. Go to pestwranglers.com for all your pest control needs. Pest, pest Wranglers is a locally owned small family business that's been around since 2006. Have you noticed the theme? Have you noticed the theme with all the people that we're working with? They have been here. They have been around. They have had success. And that is why they chose to work with us. And we've chose to work with them because they surround themselves around great people. The company was started by the owner who was tired of companies that didn't know how to treat their employees or us, the consumer, right? So, you know, if I'm working with them, that's got to be a must. Pest Wrangler services most of the Central Texas area. And if you're needing help with mosquitoes, termites, rodent control, or inspections for your residential or commercial properties, please give Pest Wranglers a call at 512-670-7808 or go to the website at pestwranglers.com. They also have pool services too. So I know you're still trying to figure out what the weather is going to do. So have them come over and check your pool and make sure everything is working properly. They won't make you sign a contract because they believe if they keep their customers happy, they're going to keep you as a customer. They have five-star ratings on Google, Yelp, Angie's List, and all other referral sites. Go to PestWranglers.com or give them a call at 512-670-7808. And as I was saying before, you want to continue to help people out? And I know that we just had some hell. I was just talking to Wags and uh, uh, Rodney Rodriguez on Chaos Theory. 
do yourself a favor. Go to 4roofstx.com, the number 4roofstx, for all your roofing needs. Whether it's the residential or commercial, give 4roofs a chance. They've been working their butts off in Round Rock right now. I can tell you that because we just had that hailstorm that came through here. They'll be talking about the rain that may be coming here soon enough. Do yourself a favor. Go to 4roofstx.com. It's a locally owned company that understands the needs of this area. They've had over 15 years of experience, affordable pricing, and quick response time. They are very thorough and trustworthy. I use them for my home. My neighbors have got them coming through. I know these folks personally, and you won't be disappointed. They also have a project manager on every job site, making sure that the job goes smoothly. So reach out today, go to 512-520-5884 or the number 4roofstx.com. As we talked about during this week, we're going to continue to break down the matchup as the Texas Longhorns get ready to host the the, uh, Kansas Jayhawks. The Jayhawks, folks, I'm telling you, you can drink the Kool-Aid, you can run from it, you can think that, oh, man, we got this. We've seen our team struggle to pull away from people. We're in conference play now. This is going to be a dogfight. Do I hope that it's a blowout? Absolutely. I told you last week, Baylor showed me nothing on film. Nothing on film. And what happened? Went out there, you saw. They were not very good. This is a team with Lance Leipold, who I talked about yesterday, is a very good coach a very good coach and that is something that we got to continue to look at that is something that we have to be better at as a team and respect everyone but fear no one so put some respect on KU's name one of the changes one of the things that have happened during the week and we talked about it if you were giving out grades for the Texas football team last week you would have gave the offense An A, just an A, not A plus, not A minus, just an A. If you would have given the defense, probably most likely an A plus because they were in the backfield more than the offensive running back and quarterback for Baylor. So they were kicking butt. But one of the things that you really wanted to give an F to was the special teams. You would give an F because Bird Auburn missed the field goal, chip shot, 26 yards. You'll give an F because the return team on both on punt return and uh, kickoff return muffed it badly. And three guys that you normally wouldn't trust. And I still would trust those guys. And so Sark was asked about his special team. And is there anything that you would change? Is there going to be changes on the special team? And Sark was like, no, man. We good. There's nothing for us to tweak. I I felt like the biggest thing for us is, and we showed the guys this morning, there was nothing that happened in that game that we weren't prepared for. But for some reason, when we got into the game, we had players not doing what we had exactly practiced, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for that matter. And so we've got to get back to the same focus that we've touched on on offense and defense. We've got to play with on special teams. And a lot of times we have some younger players out there, and it's them trusting their training. Um, if, if I'm supposed to be blocking the right guard on, on punt return, I got to block the right guard because if I don't, now he's free running down the field. Now he's in the face of the returner. And now maybe that's part of the reason we didn't catch the ball. So everybody's got a responsibility uh, that they need to do. 
and and you know you earn the right to be on that team. Um, but the same way you earned your way on, you can earn your way off if, if we don't fix the issues that we have and, and carry over practice to the game. So we just got to trust our training and then apply it on game day. See, the one thing that I didn't truly understand was at the very beginning, he was talking about the practice and what we were prepared for and all the great things that you prepare yourself to do. We've talked about Jeff Banks and what he means to the special teams. You brought in DeCamillas to help as well. So those guys have done a great job with everything that they've done. But to me, the one thing that is confusing is when he brings up the guard and everything else. The problem was your guys dropped the ball. They dropped it. So basically, all they have to do is catch the football. I was a punt returner. I loved punt return. My uncle thinks I was that was the craziest thing that I ever did in my life was return punts. And he was a football player too. He played at Texas State. And my dad was a punt returner. He he went to college and played too. But I loved returning punts because it was you can you can feel it. And I love what Xavier Worthy does. Sometimes he scares the hell out of me with some of them because he don't fair catch a lot. He has this year. Way to go, X-Man. But I love the punt return. But the most important job and the reason why, being a quarterback, they let me go back is because they knew I would catch the ball. That's the most important part. So anything else that Sark was bringing up to deflect the situation, all I care about, catch the damn ball, bro. Don't give the other team a short field. I know our defense is solid. I know the defense plays well. But catch the damn ball, man. That's all we got to do. And none of that other conversation will happen. So I don't think he's going to change anything. And I'm glad, actually, that he's not because all those guys don't normally turn the ball over. Now, if they start turning the ball over more, then that's something that we got to look at. But those guys normally are pretty trustworthy in those situations of returning uh, punts and kickoffs. Uh, One of the things that I keep talking about in this game and the reason why I believe that Texas, uh, I mean, that Kansas, is coming to play and going to have a lot of opportunities in this game is because they have the preseason all big 12 offensive player of the year on their team, Jalen Daniels. I think he's one hell of a quarterback. Uh, The game that Texas played him last year, he was just coming off the injury. So it was his first game back. He played against Texas here uh, two years ago uh, when they won that game here at the, on the 40 acres. So Jalen Daniels is somebody that, the, the nation is going to get a chance to see him because obviously Texas is a premier uh, team that's going to be playing. But here's Sark on what Jalen Daniels brings to the tech. Well, the, the thing that, that he does is he's, he's a real dual threat. <laughs> you know, I, I think the natural thing is we think about the runs that he has for explosive plays, but he throws the ball all over the place. And they've, they've got great schemes and concepts. Um, it, it's, it's not – you know, by any means, is it is it gimmicky? You know, they, they're running real pass concepts that stress your coverages, and then they have the run concepts with with his legs as as an added element to it. You know, the plus one runs with the quarterback run. So um, he taxes you both ways. So it's not like you can just have a guy be a scout team quarterback that that's a runner. You have to have the ability to throw it to give the defense a, a realistic look about what they're going to be going up against. See, that's what it's about. So now the question is. A couple of weeks ago, it was uh, Savion Red played Jalen Milrow. Um, I don't know how good Savion's arm is, but I know he did play quarterback in high school. 
And obviously he gave them one hell of a read, the quarterback position. So I'm wondering if Savion Red played quarterback this week, um, being able to mimic what is expected to be seen by uh, Jalen Daniels. And I, I told y'all, Lance Lipo, we, everybody talks about how in tune a quarterback and a coach are together. It seems like Lance Lipo and Jalen Daniels are meshing properly. And that's the scary part of everything. So just know, expect the fight, expect the dog fight within that, that game this weekend. But eventually I believe Texas is going to pull away with this game and win and probably cover. But I'm not, I'm not sitting here thinking that, um, this is going to be one of those games where Texas just goes out and plays like they did against Baylor. Baylor sucked. Let's just be honest. Baylor was a terrible, terrible football team. This this KU football team is a well-coached team that has discipline. So just understand, when he said that they were going to stress them, that's exactly what happens. I want to thank everybody for joining me again right here on Hanging with Harge. I want to thank my special guest. Derek Johnson, Mr. College Football uh, Hall of Famer, Mr. Longhorn, Lifetime Longhorn. And, of course, he always represents the 254 like your boy. He's Waco. I'm K-Town, but we all get down together. As always, just remember, don't believe everything you see because even salt looks like sugar. Peace. But guess what? Joining me next, coming right here, is the man with the plan that is running everything. He's, he's confused today. Because he's a Texas Longhorn fan, but he's also a KU fan. And I'm just curious, BK, what is your weekend going to be like as your your KU Jayhawks come into town to take on your Texas Longhorns? I just look down. I still see it there, so I'm not confused. I know what I am. <laughs> I know what I identify as, Arch. Nah, I know confusion. What do you identify as? Ain't no confusion this weekend, man. It's all Texas. <laughs> Texas is always first. That's my alma mater. It's my parents' alma mater. So I love KU. I root for them every other weekend except for this one. And that's one of those things that I'm glad Texas is leaving the Big 12 for the SEC for. So I don't have to pick sides ever again uh -huh. when these two teams play. But uh, no, it's all Texas this weekend. No, no question about it. I love it. I love it, man. Well, as always, I hope you have a great show. Thank you for uh, – bringing me into Texas Sports Unfiltered. We're having a damn good time. We're having some so much fun. And I do want to tell you, today you and Bucky had me laughing so hard today when Bucky couldn't name the lady in Houston. She He could not get her name correct. <laughs> that was probably one of the funniest segments that I've heard in a very, very long time. So keep up the great work, my man.